It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Sean, uh, Sean McCollum back there, just dodging stuff. We're all here. We're all intact. Smashing things on the ground. Isaiah Von Frankel running the show. He's not running the show, but we love Isaiah. Yeah, we got Jeremy Wingle, our Jeremy director Wingle. downstairs. He's really running the show. Shout out to Jeremy. Everybody downstairs for making this happen. T- tough L for him last night, but, you know, saw some good things out of Justin Fields. Yeah, we did. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do this hour. We're going to get to an update here momentarily from Kelly, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to look at all of our NFL preseason predictions, talking about not just division winners, also conferences, Super Bowls, uh, awards, MVP, rookies of the year. We're going to look at what we had before the season started, uh, and then we're going to do our midseason picks on everything, see if they're similar, see if we've completely changed everything. We'll do all that here. And uh, we'll also uh, have the college football Playoff rankings part duh, which is coming up a little later tonight because of the Champions Classic. They have the two big college basketball games. So when game one is finished, and I think it's just about finished if it hasn't yet, um, we will review Three those as left. well. Yeah. Three minutes left. So we'll review those as well. First, an update from Kelly, though. Yeah, we'll start in uh, college football here, the MAC. Uh, at the half, Miami, Ohio up on Buffalo 24 to 10. Uh, Miami, uh, 17 and a half point live favorite, 64 is your live total now. Uh, Ohio up on Eastern Michigan. I'm not liking that. 17 to seven, nine and a half minutes left to go in the second quarter. No live numbers currently up. Ohio just kicked a field goal to go up 17, seven. Um, and then Western Michigan up on Akron, 24 to 14, a little over 13 minutes left in the third quarter in that game. Western Michigan, 17 and a half point live favorite, 65 and a half is your live total in the NBA. Just the one game in progress right now. Hawks and Jazz starting soon, but the Bucks have a five-point lead over the Sixers, 79 to 74. Five minutes remaining in the third quarter. Bucks eight and a half point live favorite, and 233 and a half is your live total uh, on the ice. Actually, I'll go to college basketball here first. Kansas uh, with that 81-68 lead over Michigan State, just three minutes remaining in the game, uh, and then you've got Auburn all over Moorhead State at the half, 44 to 24. Mercer up on Arkansas. Arkansas ranked this year. Twenty Mercer up 36 to 28. Second half just beginning. Um, no live numbers currently up on that game. Some scores in hockey. Lightning one. Hurricanes nothing. End of the second. If you wanted to get in live, Hurricanes plus 290. Three and a half live total shaded heavily to the under. Kings lead the Canadians two to one. Third period just beginning. Uh Kings minus 280. Canadians plus 225. Five and a half. Your total shaded to the under. Bruins up on the Senators, 3-2. Third period just beginnings. Bruins minus 650. Senators plus 450, 7.5. Your live total shaded under. Devils lead the Panthers 5-3. 15 minutes remaining in the game. No live numbers currently up. Red Wings all over the Oilers, 3-0. Four minutes left in the second period. 
The Blues up on the Jets, one to nothing. 16 minutes left in the second period. Andy McNeil not liking that one too much. Blues minus 200 live Jets, plus 165, four and a half your live total shaded over. And Penguins Blackhawks scoreless, six minutes remaining in the first period. Penguins minus 140 live Blackhawks, plus 110, four and a half your live total. This is a call, Andy out. That's What's right. That? Why well, you got to call Andy out? Hey, man, I mean, I called myself out. He's not here. He's not here. I to called myself himself. out. I'm just saying he's not, he's not liking it. This, All right. this football field at Eastern Michigan is so trippy to me. It's like watching a uh, a football game in a comic book. Every time it's been on TV, you can, you can't get over it. It's like don't get me wrong. It's 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 trippy. It's weird. It's tr- to me, it is the weirdest looking thing ever. You brought it up like five times tonight already. I think it's the coolest thing ever. Uh, might be alone. Let's get you some. No, gray, it is some, cool. I like that the the end zone. I'm getting you some gray turf for Christmas. I just want to be fo- just from now on. I want to be followed by a gray background, and I just yeah, yeah. go through life with a gray background. I'm, getting, look I'm cool. getting Gil some gray turf for Christmas. Yeah, like, put it on his roof, <laughs> and like he can just he can. I was going to say, this... I'll put it in my yard. Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. On the roof. Yeah, on the roof. Yeah, They'll love yeah, that. The building will love that. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Let's go to our preseason NFL predictions. How and bad let's, was it? Kevin? Let's laugh at ourselves. How bad was it? Start with you, Matt. Okay. Looks pretty good at a glance. Okay. Yeah. Oh, NFC East. That one. <laughs> I won that one, guys. Everything else looks pretty decent. Everything else looks fairly decent. Everything else looks fairly decent. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo, Cleveland, Tennessee, and Kansas City in the AFC. Giants, Packers, Bucks, and Rams in the NFC. And then even what you what you have below. The MVP rookie of the year and coach of the year—that's all still yeah, very that possible. That solid. AFC title game, NFC title game. Would you still go with? Well, we'll find out momentarily if you we'll, still go we'll with find Cleveland. Out. Okay, so that's not yeah. horrible. I mean, the only one that is completely out is the Giants. I mean, everything else is still in yeah. theory still alive. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everything else is still live. All right, let's go to mine. Let's let's laugh. All right, very similar. <laughs> Very similar. All right, so Bills, Browns, Titans, and Chiefs in if, the AFC. If I remember correctly, all of us had the same division winners in the yeah. AFC. So I had Washington, <laughs> Minnesota, Tampa Bay, and the Rams in the NFC. Minnesota, again, they're three and five. They could be five and three, but they're not. My MVP is not going to happen. Patrick Mahomes, my rookie of the year and coach of the year, could happen still. And then my AFC and NFC title games, you'll see there. And, uh, yeah, I was all about the Chiefs. Not so much anymore. Not horrible, but funny. Kelly, what you got? All right. In the AFC, uh, the trend continues. Bills, Browns, Titans, Chiefs. Uh, And then NFC. Cowboys, look at you. Yeah, I won the NFC East. Yeah, you did. But but Vikings ain't looking so great in the North. And then uh, Bucks, Rams. And then, uh, yeah, what, Chiefs, Chiefs, Rams, Super Bowl, and Rams to win it. Stafford and Najee Harris are live, sort of in those markets. No, no, Stafford's super live. Yeah. Yeah. And like, look, if if they if they rely on Najee Harris for the rest of this season, like they basically have I mean, he didn't just he just didn't have much room last night. Like for for whatever reason, he couldn't he couldn't find any holes last night. But I mean, he was still heavily u- utilized. I mean, if they continue to use him the way that the the way that they are, and if he keeps getting in the end zone as much as he is, yeah. he's only a touchdown behind Chase at this point. Is he? Okay, that's interesting. Kelly, you might go six of eight with your divisions, which is awesome. Yeah, but that's what Matt had to have been yeah. that, too, right? Yeah, because yeah, I had Packers. Yeah, you had the Packers. So you'll right. go six yeah, of eight. Yeah, we both had the Vikings. He had the Packers there. I had the Cowboys where you guys had other teams in the East. Looks like I'll go five and eight. 
five, five out of eight, five and three. So, I mean, those aren't terrible. I will say this, and we'll look at them next segment, but mine now... There's a couple... There's, I, I, have a, I have one thing that will just absolutely be off the charts. There was a couple bold predictions in the mid I think there yeah. was more bold, bolder predictions in the mid-season predictions Isn't than that there interesting? were in preseason. Yeah. Yes, because because preseason we are we are colored by a full season and we just it's so hard for us to purge what we've seen. But now with the smaller sample size and we're in midstream I think our yeah our opinions are much different. There is uh, not having this played out yet. I will say there's one very interesting one where what uh, I don't want to give away too much. Well, you guys will know what I'm talking about, but other people out there won't. One of our preseason predictions that you would say is meh right now that we all went back to the well on. We were like, nope, we're all, we're both all sticking with it. Okay. Hmm. You have, have to see which one that is. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I think, think I know what you mean. I think, a long shot at, at this point, you would consider. I think my. Uh, you know, really kind of where we were doesn't really change as far as like the views of these teams outside of, outside of, I mean, Kelly, you were, I mean, you were on the Cowboys. I mean, like for me, a lot of the views of these teams hasn't altered an incredible amount. I think the, obviously the, the biggest change would be the, the view is the, is the power of what we think that this Chiefs team yes. can, can ultimately yeah. be. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, everybody else, yeah, the Bills have slipped up. Yeah, the Browns have faced an incredible amount of injuries. Yes, you know, the Rams looked all out of sorts this past week or whatever. But ultimately, I think we're we're still our holistic view of these teams is yes. it, for the majority is is still pretty close to the same. The Chiefs is definitely the one that you have the different perception of. Everything else is uh, NFC East was a was a toss up. Yeah, pick that a team. was a toss up at the beginning of the year. And yeah. then I, I still say about the Vikings thing, they could be six and two. That's that's they could be like, five I, and three. I kind of relate them to what Matt just said about the Browns, yeah. where it's like, okay, the yeah, Browns is all injuries. Right, but Browns is all injuries. But yeah, you're talking about so many close games that they had. And yeah, me and you on that one, we we took a shot on. We knew it was a dog, the dog in the division, but we thought that the Packers might come out a little slower than they have through these first games with Aaron Rodgers, what he what he was going through over the summer with the team. Um, and, you know, we, we, we expected a better, more wins from the Vikings than they, they've had. But The interesting thing is the Bills only have a half-game lead in the AFC East. That could be wrong in the end. The Chiefs are only a half-game out in the AFC West. That could be right in it, the end. It's a little wild. I was laughing at, like, last week looking over some of my NFL futures, and, like, I was able to get the Bills at minus 105 to win the East. Like, after that first week, it plummeted that much after they lost to the Steelers. I was like, man, this bet's going to cruise home. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, and they barely have a lead in the AFC. That, that so. said, they they're, they have a cupcake schedule. It's yeah. been cupcake. They don't play anybody. They have the most ridiculous schedule. They don't play anybody. Like, they 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 have a, a really, really, really favorable schedule. I mean, there's – what they still have – they've still had the Bucks, But outside of that, like, there's – yeah. I mean, it's – Carolina, it's Atlanta, the, it's the Jets, it's the Jets twice actually. You know their you know. schedule is going to get tough, and they're not ready. The postseason, baby. I yeah. just don't think they're going to be ready for it. They are twentieth toughest strength of schedule remaining. And two games against the Pats, though. So that's, I mean, I believe the, still believe the Titans have among the easiest schedules remaining. Titans have the easiest yeah. strength of schedule remaining. Titans have played all their and tough the games. And the Chiefs have by far the hardest. <laughs> the Chiefs have, yeah, the Chiefs are about to get, whew, yeah, gauntlet. These are pretty interesting. All right, so we have our mid-season predictions. 
Kelly asked for all those same categories, divisions, AFC and NFC titles, Super Bowl, that MVP, Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year. Our midseason thoughts. How much of this has changed? How much has stayed the same? Some big surprises coming on VEASAN's primetime action. Oh, and uh, those uh, part due, second part of the college football playoff rankings. Coming back, VEASAN's primetime action. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on VEASAN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker in addition to betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. Skill, Matt, and Kelly, the, uh, the crew downstairs, they had their parlay. We front the money. They choose the uh, legs to the parlay, and they get all the winnings if it hits. Uh, they're done. Kansas-Michigan State went well over the number of 141.5. So because they take such joy in playing loser videos for us, yeah. here's a loser video for them. You're a loser. Somehow that felt a little good. Whoever made, that pick, for us. <laughs> whoever made that pick downstairs, I hope you're getting ridiculed right now. Yeah. How do they how do they parse that was? Yeah, how do they parse out the legs? I, I handed to, I handed to Isaiah and Jeremy, and I'm like, you guys are in charge. I don't care how you decided this. And then and then and then they kind of nobody wants responsibility for it. Nobody wants to take you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, I, I don't know who came up with the final ones. I have an hmm. idea, but hmm. could have could have uh, gotten themselves eight hundred seventy dollars off a seventy five dollar stake, but no. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Okay. All right. Now we can do the reveal that yes. I think they already ruined. We'll start with your mid-season picks. Gil already saw it. No, no, go ahead. I have things to say. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, yeah, so for me, not a whole bunch different. Actually, everything on the AFC side is exactly the same. So I still have Bills, Browns, Titans, and the Chiefs. Um, on the NFC side, you can't deny the Cowboys at this point. They're going to win the NFC East. Uh, Packers, I think that's an insurmountable lead. Don't think that they're going to to get caught. South, same deal. Bucks are just too tough. And I think when it's all said and done, the Rams get it done over the Cardinals. I believe at some point that loss of J.J. Watt on that defensive line and the run defense being a little bit of a liability for that Cardinals team is going to end up catching up to them. So I do have the Rams at the end of the day going ahead and, and taking down the NFC West. And so with that, I have a Bills-Rams uh, Super Bowl. And with the Rams winning the whole thing, uh, MVP, same, kept that the same, Tom Brady. And I still believe Tom Brady's going to win it disp- unless they just fall flat on their face at this point. Because, you know, with every basically everyone in contention having a bad game, seems like they'll probably give it to the dude that, like we said, the Lifetime Achievement Award for old Tom Brady there. Rookie of the Year. I'm off of uh, Mac Brown onto Jamar Chase at this point. Um, I do think it's probably a little bit closer between Chase and Jones and even Najee Harris at this point than it was even a week ago. But he's just going to continue getting fed all year long. And he, if he keeps scoring touchdowns at the rate that he's doing it, they're they're going to give it to him. And then I have Mike Vrabel, man, and in, 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 for the Titans because I think this was one of those teams where everyone thought they'd be all right. I didn't think people thought they would be a team that was going to be sitting 7-2 and two just, and winning a game against a very tough team after losing uh, you know, their, their best player. 
in Derrick Henry. And if you look, the other reason I did this, Gil, from for Vrabel, I mean, they have they have Houston twice still. They have Jacksonville and they have Miami still on the schedule. So mm-hmm. there's they're sitting seven and two. That's eleven wins if you if you unless you think they're gonna stumble to Houston or Jacksonville or, or Miami, which we've seen crazy things, I understand that, but let's just assume that they win the games they're gonna be double digit favorites favorites in. So that's eleven wins for them. Then they would need, you know, games against New Orleans this weekend. They get the Patriots. They've got the Steelers. They've got the 49ers. These are not teams that – those are all very winnable games as well. Like, we could look up. This Titan team could have 12 or 13 wins at the end yes, of the year. And I think at that point, Vrabel's going to win Coach of the Year. If they, if they have 12 or 13 wins, then, then that's going to be – that's going to be, you know, that's going to be Vrabel. <laughs> These guys just came across from the camera to turn off the other the other screen, so we couldn't we couldn't get spoiled by it. We want to be a big reveal in studio for all these as well. Um, I like most of those. I like. In fact, I am on most of those. Let's go to uh, my midseason ones, and you will see some similarities, and you will see one big shocker. So AFC, uh, I have the I have the three of the four. I have the Bills, the Browns, also, and the Titans. I kept those the same as I did uh, from preseason. But the change for me in the AFC West is I think Brandon Staley and the Chargers are going to win themselves a division. I think they are going to get to the promised land over a deeply flawed Chiefs team and a Raiders team that has just drama all around them week after week after week seemingly. Then in the NFC, there's, there's going to be no difference in any of ours, I wouldn't imagine, although the West might have a different team. Uh, Cowboys in the East, Packers in the North, Bucks in the South. I went with the Rams still in the West because I think they're, they still have the best players on defense to win big games. With Von I, Miller still to come. And with Von Miller still to come. And I think that's the difference for me. Though, remember after week one, I became very in, in love with the Cardinals. I still love the Cardinals, but I just don't know about the durability of Kyler Murray here, both this year and last year. So I gave that to the Rams. MVP, Tom Brady, stuck with him. from. Uh, or who did I have before the season? Did I have Tom Brady had before? Mahomes. I had Mahomes, right? I'm with Tom Brady now. I just think the narratives are all on Tom Brady's side. I stuck with Mac Jones. I thought about Jamar Chase. He is the short shot. But here's the thing. I think we become very prisoner of the moment with wide receivers. If he falls off to any degree, Jamar Chase, that is, I think it swings back to the Patriots and Mac Jones if they make the postseason. So I'm going Mac Jones. They're going to give Mac. They're going to try to find a way to give Mac Jones something. I think that's it. And I'm I'm with you on Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel to me seven and two Titans. They are the best record. They have the best record in the AFC. I won't repeat the schedule that remains in front of them. You can look up at the end of the season. You will see a team that wins twelve or thirteen football games, maybe at least. Um, and the here's the thing now as we go to the left side because this is going to wow some folks. I've got the Titans winning the AFC and winning the Super Bowl. I think that schedule will lead them to the number one seed. And I think that they will get Derrick Henry back. And I think they will be an impossible out this year. A tried and true playoff tested team. I think the market does not factor in how good of a football this team is when Derrick Henry comes back. The way that he is able to to really mitigate against their subpar defense, keeping their own defense off the field. And I think they, they have the, the injury couldn't have happened at a better time for the Titans. Let's put it that way. And the fact that they got by the Rams with a win that probably no one thought they would, uh, it's just it sets up nicely even with the Henry injury. And I think that's the, that's the shocker I wanted to include. I've always been about the Titans. I'm all in on them now. 
and I will be backing this up with a wager. That was uh, that was definitely the bombshell uh, one of the of the yeah. midseason predictions. But I mean, to your point, and Drew kind of talked about this. Like, yeah, I th- okay, I think the Bills are better than them, but like, I I can't. I'm I'm not positive in that. And then I can't. There's nobody else in the AFC I can tell you for sure. I think is bet are better than the Titans right now. I also think we have to get out of like the Bills are better than them. Why the Bills haven't beaten anybody? The Bills lost to the Titans, right? They haven't beaten anybody, and I think we're so locked into this notion that, so that the Bills are good. That's really, I and mean, the like, Titans have beaten everybody. I mean, and I said that a couple times a couple weeks ago. Where it's like I, I still think they're very good, but yeah, they got a lot to prove still. Because yes, they haven't they haven't really beaten anybody all that great. So all right, we'll go we'll go to mine now. Um, so here's the what actually I thought the most shocking thing of doing all this. All of us stayed on the Browns. That is not pretty. A, that not is a pretty shocking. One of us switched from the Browns. In fact, it's so shocking that when I think about me submitting them to you today, I can't even remember that I picked the Browns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, really? I picked the Browns? Wow. That was one, like I wrestled with a bit, but I'm like, no, no, no. Like I think there's still a bright side here for this team, and I don't. I'm just, I've just never been a big Ravens guy. I, 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 I don't know. I think that they can be caught, although, but they're not the only team that's in it. That's for sure. I mean, that division's yeah. a little bit wide open. Yeah, I mean, right in theory, now. everyone's in it. Right. I mean, in theory, everybody yeah. is. So, uh, yeah. Bill, so, Bills in the East, Browns, Browns in the North, still uh, Titans in the South, still. I did make the switch in the West from Chiefs to Ch- Chargers. Um, wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if the Chiefs kind of caught back up and, st- and and won that division. That was one that I spent a little time waffling back and forth on, but. I, I do think that that the Chargers, uh, you know, have a bit of a hold on that division. Um, I'm and, so and right, proud of you. Right now, we're just a better, better team. Was it? I'm just looking at your NFC. I'm so proud of you. You stay consistent. Wait, on you your like NFC. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm so proud. Let's get to the NFC. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm glad Cow- you put them up there. Cowboys stay in. Packers, obviously, guy. I had to switch off the Vikings. It's clear the Packers there. Yeah. NFC South, Bucks. And here, this is how I think it's going to work out in the NFC West. I like it. I think the Cardinals are going to win the division. They're a game up right Nothing now. Nothing wrong with that. They have, <clears throat> let's just go strength of schedule here. Arizona with the 28th hardest left. The Rams with the 9th hardest left. I think that they win the NFC West, but the Rams are clearly in the wild card. And at the end of the day, they are a balanced, more better team uh, on, I mean, in all sides of the ball, mm-hmm. I, I think. So I have them. Head in the NFC Championship game, head in the Super Bowl where they beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. Um, MVP, I don't even remember who I had at the beginning of the year. I think I had Brady. I don't, I don't even remember. Uh, but had, I, had, I think it's Brady's now. I'm really going. You had Taylor bes- Heineke. Besides Rookie of the Year, yeah. I am going with the total narrative streak at this point with almost all the award, awards. I think it's Brady. He didn't win it last year. He's going to have as good a team. If he has as good of a team as he did last year, I think they're going to hand him the MVP. I think if Bill Belichick, and this is what you always say about Mac Jones, and I'm using kind of the same argument. Bill Belichick takes this team to the playoffs. They're going to love to give him that award. Done. Rookie of the year, I'm going with Jamar Chase, but I could see it either way. Yeah. The gap there has narrowed for sure. All right. They are racing through this uh, <laughs> playoff <laughs> rankings from like 25 down right, to uh, seven. Off. They'll get to the final six, or the uh, first six, first-ranked six teams, and we'll get to them next as well. Beeson's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on Primetime Action, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, our midseason NFL Predictions. That's what we were talking about uh, last segment. Some interesting uh, 
some interesting takes on everything. Kelly has the Cardinals uh, winning the NFC West. He had them number one in his power rankings when having them number one was not cool. I think that was an old country music song. I have the Titans winning it all. That's my big thing. And your your most surprising thing would be? Mm, I mean, I guess for me is just it, it, more than anything is is sticking with – well, I mean, Kelly did too. I mean, just sticking with the Bills here. Like, I, I, I still think that at the end of the day it's probably still a – Sticking with him all the way to the AFC yeah, title. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd, it, I, I, I did flip off of um, – because I had the Bucks in the NFC, and then I, I went to the Rams. Uh, I just I think when it's all said and done, I would take the Rams if those two teams were fully healthy. And, again, like that's the other thing that we're, we're still trying to predict a lot of this stuff is based on health, right? I mean, you sure. know, the Browns are getting healthier – while the Ravens are still so banged up on the defensive side of the ball, right? And, like, that for me was kind of the tipping point in keeping the Browns where they were. It's like they're actually getting healthier, whereas the Ravens still have pretty big deficiency on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, again, they still play them twice, right? So the Browns can play their way in or they can play their way out. And so I I just went with they're going to play their way in. And the other team that matters here is the Bengals, right, after what they've done the past two weeks. Because two weeks ago they were sitting at plus 250 to win that division. And second place, they looked like they might be threatening. And now they're – Kind of a step back behind everybody. And in that weird little court, when we were looking at the schedules, like the, the other weird little thing with that, it's like it's it, it's Ravens-Browns by Ravens-Browns. It's the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, so they yeah. they have them playing back-to-back just with a bye in between. Like It's it, it's just Almost weird. as weird as Washington going Dallas-Philly, Dallas-Philly. But that's yeah. even, that's weird. Uh, okay, because they don't play anybody in yeah, between. Yeah. <laughs> well, for one of those teams, they don't right, play anybody yeah. in between. Uh, okay, so let me ask you guys this question. Let's take the AFC divisions. A team that none of us has winning a division in the AFC. If I came to you from the future and it said, a team that none of us have winning any of these divisions actually won a division, that team in the AFC, and in which division would be who? Oh, it's easy for me because it'd be Chargers in, in the West. Wait, say it again, Gil. The one that we don't have listed? Correct. That wins it? That'd be easy for me. That I would I be least re- surprised by? Yeah. Oh, man, that's actually tough for me. I think Rams in the West, NFC West. Well, I was sticking to the AFC first. Oh, AFC Chiefs. I w- I would, Chiefs instead of Chargers in the AFC I would West. say Ravens in the, NFC, in the AFC North. In the NFC, who would that team be? Because this is more difficult. Yeah, that's Rams for me because I had Cardinals, sorry. And I would say Cardinals, not Card- Rams. Yeah, same. No one's winning the South other than the Bucks. That's not happening. And no one's winning the North other than – I mean, again – Minnesota's uh, got no shot, huh? There's – I mean, look – Long-term injury, of course, always. I mean, that's the, we have to. We just always have to assume no long-term injury, right? When we say yeah. this stuff. So, I mean, assuming no long-term injury, I think that the East, North, and South are pretty locked up. Who is the MVP? We all had Brady for MVP. Who would you have, Kelly, for MVP? I had Brady. If not Tom Brady, we all had Brady. Yeah. Well, no, you I, had Stafford. I thought. I didn't even know. No, I had Stafford in preseason. Oh, I just me. went back and looked. At so we all had game. Brady. If not Brady, who would we be least surprised by? Stafford for you, man. Least surprised by Stafford. I hope it's one of the two. I have tickets on both. That would be fun. (laughs) For for rookie of the year, rookie of the year, I have Mac Jones still, so Jamar Chase would be my answer. If not Jamar. And mine would be Mac Jones. And if not Vrabel, Belichick, I would say. Yeah, same. So really, I'm not. I mean, that's kind of how. So it would be like I would revert to my preseason 
right. stuff on on the other guys, right? So I had Mac Jones preseason rookie of the year. I had Belichick preseason coach of the year. So I would just revert back to my preseason. I think on those two. On yeah. those two I don't know who I'd go second if I didn't do a Belichick coach of the year, but it pri- I think it would, at this point it would probably have to be Frable. Okay, now let me try that question. I, cause I actually didn't ask that question. But, you you way, changed the question. How about Mike McCarthy uh, dropping from <laughs> six to one last week all the way down to twelve to one? He's got four names in front of him. It's ridiculous <laughs> that he was ever the short shot. They've won in spite of him. Like Dak and, and Zerline have bailed about so many times. So here's the here's what I really asked. Let's go back to the AFC divisions. A team that none of us has. Okay? Team that none of oh. us has. Oh. Easy then. Raiders in the West. Raiders in the West. Easy. Raiders in or the West. Or Ravens in the North, I would say. I'd still say Ravens in the North. Well, that would shock me the most would be Raiders in the West. Not shock you the most, but one of a team that none of us have that you would most likely think gets there. It's got to be Ravens. Oh, Ravens. It's got to okay. be Ravens. So yeah. same question Ravens. now for the NFC that none of us has because this is more difficult now because Kelly has the Cardinals, so we can't use them. This is a good question for the yeah, NFC. Yeah, this is a good one. I mean, there's only one viable answer. It'd be like it'd be Saints in the South because they're the only team that could actually still compete for that. I want to say Vikings. For that division. I still want to say Vikings. I want to say Vikings. (laughs) Russell Wilson's coming back. You don't want to say Seattle? I mean, they are four. Guys, they're four games behind the Packers. I mean, like, it's just, like, not going to happen. I would, I and I kind of want, I would, Seattle would be up there if there weren't two teams in that division so far out ahead, right? right? Interestingly, the Niners are not even a thought for any of us. Well, Oh, after last week, nope, that season's done. Well, I hated them from the get-go. Eagles can't do it in the East? No. No, that division's done. I mean that that one NFC North; those are done unless those quarterbacks get injured. All right, a team that wins. Lions in the North. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting, interesting. I didn't expect that answer. They went out nine. They go nine and eight. You know, like I, that's it's a great question, Gil. Yes, Matt's right. I guess you have to go Saints. I but think probably you do, but there's no chance. But like, there's you. I I wouldn't bet that with Isaiah's money. Like, oh, not even with his money? Von Vrinkel's money. All right. <laughs> uh, same question then for the AFC. You guys had the Bills. I had the Titans. Who wins? Somebody wins the AFC and neither of our two teams. That team would be? I, it, it's crazy for me to say this, but, I mean, and you it's bad say as the they've Chiefs. looked. It's, it's the Chiefs. Yeah. It's Browns or Chiefs for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the. And that's silly. That is silly. I, you know, like we are, we disrespect the Ravens, and I'm like worse, worse than anybody. I, we disrespect the Ravens, the Ravens so much. It's the Ravens. The answer is clearly the Ravens, both for the North and for the it AFC should title be. game. I, I realize both it for should divisions be. and conference. <laughs> NFC. You guys had the Rams, and I no, we all I had the Rams. But you, you had the even Rams. you said Gil. You said it's clearly the Ravens, but you didn't put the Ravens as your division winner. No, that's my point. The same answer for the divisions is clearly the same answer for the conference. Okay. To me. And so I can't say, I can't say the, so we can't say, I can I say the Cowboys? You can't, well, yeah, no, for you the, can say the Cowboys for the title. Yeah. You can, yeah. It can be from the division. It'd be the winners. Cowboys then for me. For the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. Because look, the, the. I'd still go Ravens. I wouldn't go to my other division winners. Yeah. I, I would, I would say Cowboys because I think what we're, what we're looking at with that team is if that, as long as the, as long as the defense we saw this past week isn't, what we're going to see moving forward, as long as what we saw the first half of the season is what we're more going to get, then, then I think that they're actual contenders. If if what we saw this past week, where somehow <laughs> that Broncos team just went up and down the field on whatever, oh then, stop it, yeah, then then we're in, we're in trouble.
All right, and who wins the Super Bowl then? If not, if not your choice, if not any choice that anybody here had, not any choice that any of us have to win the Super Bowl, Bills. I can't get. Yeah, that. I'm, I'm, I'm with Matt because we both have the Bills in the after, in the Super Bowl after the atrocity that they committed this past week to some of us. <laughs> Never, never, ever mentioned Gil's, that. Gil couldn't pick the Bills. He could think <laughs> deep down. He could think they were the best team nope. that ever has, has stepped foot on a field right never now. Be, yeah, never again. Never again. He's, he's team never again on the Bills. I get it. My I parents have been saying it for years. Never again. <laughs> Not sure I get it. about that. I though. get it. Uh, it's always interesting to, to look at these though, because yeah. I don't think we were that ridiculous in the preseason. None of us had like some ri- really stupid pick. It honestly has played out fairly close to where we were. Shockingly, I didn't mm-hmm. think we were were, were that right. kind of close. Here's here's this question then to, to close this out: Who is going to have the most ridiculous? When we look back at the midseason, who's going to have the most laughable pick? Is it going to be my Titans pick? Yes, most likely. Yours is going to yes. Yours is definitely it's going to be the, your your Titans Super Bowl. Pick. Rack that Isaiah. <laughs> your, I want to play Titan that back. Super Bowl. Want to play that your, back in your January. Titan Super Bowl pick is going is definitely going to be it. Von Vrinkel. Rack it. <laughs> rack it. Let's rack it. Rack it right Let's now. Let's do that. I, I think you know what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be your Jamar Chase Rookie of the Year pick. Ooh. Because really? it never happens that way. I actually, if I had to, my second choice would be uh, the Chiefs prediction. Yeah, that'll look dumb. That'll look really dumb for for anybody who has Chiefs on it because we know we have seen them be bad. You're just choosing not to accept it, and so if they continue to be bad against this horrific schedule coming up, that's going to be more laughable than anything. Rack that, Isaiah. Rack that one as well. Here's the thing, though. Am I the first Chase, person though, to use that? By the if way? he doesn't win, he's going to be second. So I mean, yeah, could, yeah, it, could it really be? Well, if he just stops catching touchdown passes, he may not even be close. So that's I, you brought that up earlier about about Najee being only one touchdown behind him, but I I, I think it's still down to a two person race because I like the uh, Patriots look like they're going to make the playoffs at this point. And Gil, you've been saying it the whole year. If they make the playoffs with a rookie quarterback, he's going to probably win Rookie of the Year. I think it's down between those two. Belichick definitely wins Coach of the Year though if they make the playoffs. I think so. Too. I think, although I don't know. Vrabel goes 13-4. and four. They don't win it without Derrick Henry. Still think maybe you go Vrabel. Still get Mac Jones at plus 350. Oh, interesting. All right, we'll look at the uh, second iteration of the college football playoff rankings. Mild surprises. Not really surprises, but something to talk about anyway. Coming back on VEASAN's Primetime Action. With Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Midseason Football Special is here for only $99. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in depth data and analysis on VSIN.com and the upcoming College Hoops Betting Guide. It's not upcoming, it is available. Available now. It's a great deal. Only $99. 849.9 Swedish Krona. Wow. For the rest of the football Purple. season, sign up now at vsan.com slash subscribe. I like the old uh, Bitcoin conversion earlier. A Swedish krona. Have you ever had a krona? I have not. Me neither. Not once. I have not spent a krona, nor have I imbibed a krona. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Non-drinker. All right. Second version of the college football playoff rankings. The only one that matters is the last one. 
But uh, ESPN, by the way, they have figured out exactly how to do this. They uh, they isolate what the most sort of suspenseful portion of the mm-hmm. top ten will be, and they save that for last. So today they decided uh, they're going to go ten nine eight, and then they went one two three four, and really five six seven was where the drama ended up because Georgia stayed at one, obviously. Uh, Alabama, despite having a tough time this week, stayed at number two with their victory. Oregon moves up to three because of the Michigan State loss. Ohio State moves up a spot because of the Michigan State loss to four. By the way, Oklahoma stays at eight. They did not move up. Notre Dame and Oklahoma State moved up uh, each a uh, spot because Wake Forest fell out of the top ten. But five, six, seven is where the drama was. And Cincinnati, despite having all kinds of trouble with Tulane, they're at number five. Michigan, despite having lost to Michigan State a couple weeks back, they're at six, and Michigan State, who lost this past week, they're at seven. So, uh, Ohio State, which, well, no, Oregon-Ohio State does, does you know, fall in line with a head-to-head that those two teams played earlier, at least for now. But the Michigan-Michigan State head-to-head does not factor into their positioning at six and seven, because Michigan's at six, Michigan State at seven. I wonder how much of that, we didn't get to hear the audio, but I wonder how much of that is them admitting that they got some calls wrong mm-hmm. in that game now. And so the committee, I wonder if the committee factored in and was like, eh, well, they kind of got it wrong, so here you go, Michigan, you're six. And then, like you said, the only one that matters is the end one, and I think the betting market is kind of speaking here, where Oklahoma down at eight is still 14-1 to one right. to win the whole title. Because, again, it comes down to if they go undefeated, and, and Pete Futak we've had on this program several, several times, says they're not going to keep out an undefeated Oklahoma team. It doesn't matter if they're sitting at eight right now. It doesn't matter if they roll them at eight until the very last – Rankings and Pete is a self-admitted Power Five snob, but I think he's right. Yeah, and in the in the betting numbers again, just are basically telling us that, right? So we're looking at it doesn't matter that they're at eight. Yeah, they are they're better than this team that's sitting at three, and and it's like uh, we're looking at maybe that's if we're talking about betting markets, maybe that's the maybe that's the bet to make if you're if you want to bet any of these teams from a future standpoint right now. I mean, because they're. They're getting they're getting looked at at fourteen to one here, and they should win out. I mean, the schedule is the schedule is is nothing for this Oklahoma team. I mean, we've said we've said that year in year out, and they always lose a game. But I mean, they should win out. It's going to be by far the best number you're going to get, and all you got to do is get in the tournament. It is. I mean, I guess the the teams that would fall in the category of oh, new blood, right, to be in the uh, the playoff would be Cincinnati, Michigan, and Michigan State. So not de- mm-hmm. regardless of conference. Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Oregon, Oklahoma, that would be more of the same. So let me just ask you, what are the chances? If, if I gave you Cincinnati, Michigan, and Michigan State in a, in a group, in a cluster, and I said, give me a number on any one of those teams making the playoff, well, it's a huge dog to me. It is a huge dog, but I will say— There's I mean, a path for sure. Uh, yeah, there's a path. I will say this. like, How many years out of the, in the last decade have we gone, oh, Oklahoma's— Definitely going to coast or in in somewhere out of nowhere, someone comes and beats that team. I mean, like we've seen them lose time and time and time and time again. So, I mean, I, I think it's probably less than than we would just off the cuff think anyway. I w- I'm still rooting for Cincinnati to go undefeated, them not make the playoffs and see people's heads explode off their bodies. That's what I'm rooting for. And and, and we can we go back to the betting odds here, and it's basically though what they're saying is this is a three team race. With the fourth team, here's your consolation right. prize of yeah, it's your your consolation prize of getting the fourth spot. But we think Georgia 
Alabama or Ohio State is going to take this thing. I out. mean, if you, yeah, you want to go betting odds to win the national championship. I mean, first of all, Georgia's minus money at this point. It's minus 110 at this point. Then Alabama plus 360, Ohio State plus 450. And then fourth is Oklahoma at 14 to 1. And then, okay, you got Oregon at 25 to 1. So maybe it's like you're, they're not completely out of it. But then you jumped to 50 to 1 from there. Cincinnati 50 to 1, Michigan 60 to 1, Michigan State 70 to 1, everybody else 100 to 1 or more. I was saying a parlay this morning. I was like, do you remember a year where one team was so clearly head and shoulders above everybody else? He was like, last year. I was like, no, nah, it wasn't like that last year. Like, Alabama was the best team, but they weren't like leaps and bounds ahead of, like, the perception wasn't that they were leaps and bounds ahead of everybody. I just think every week that goes by, Georgia separates from Alabama more and more. So I think we have this kind of year. We'll see how it plays out, but those are the associated betting odds. And as Matt pointed out, Oklahoma at 14 to 1, that should be telling you something there. Shorter odds than even Oregon at number three. There, you do wonder, the only thing about Georgia is like the offense has sputtered at times, and you do wonder if that defense, which is one of the best defenses we've seen in, in quite a long time, but it, it does make you wonder if they get into one of those games where that offense starts to sputter just a little bit, can that defense hold off? You know, an Ohio State or an Alabama or whoever, the, you know, even an Oklahoma. Let's let's say we slide in an Oklahoma or something like that. There, there is there is at least that, right? I'll, I'll say about Georgia what I say about Dallas Cowboys. The only thing that bothers me is their coach. I'm I'm not a Kirby Smart guy. He just his in game decision making is suspect at times. Last year's bowl game was just a travesty. So I I'm not putting I'm not betting future money on Georgia because yeah. I always have that in the back of my mind, just like I wouldn't for the Cowboys. Like, is your coach still Mike McCarthy? I'm not touching it. Yeah. We have a uh, – Georgia a, would go, but what about our 57 five-stars that we have on the sideline over there? You'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah, but, you know. A coach. coach can torpedo that pretty He's quick. a three-star. The coach is a three-star. You are <laughs> all right. five-stars. Coach is a three-star. Coach will negate your stars. <laughs> all right, we have, uh, we have one more NBA game tonight. Do we? I believe we do. Yeah, Blazers. Yeah. The Blazers, Clippers. You don't have any play on this, do you? Yeah, no, I don't. Line is uh, three, I believe, still. Yeah, we're looking – yeah, three painted across the board. Uh, in 220, 220 and a half to 221, that number's pretty spot on uh, to me. There is uh, limited injuries here. Marcus Morris is out uh, tonight for the Clippers. Obviously, no Kawhi Leonard still. At, uh, some reports that he might be out for the uh, entirety of the regular season now. Um, I mean, you're talking about Portland has been playing better ball recently, but you're, ta- you're talking about point, points for 100 possessions. Portland offense, fifth in the league right now. And the Clippers' defense is second in that category. So, really, an offensive versus te- uh, defensive uh, battle here tonight. And uh, no bet for me, honestly. Not even really much of a lean. These these two teams are. I think that line is r- spot on. Bucks and Sixers did go final, one eighteen, one oh nine. Bucks cover the seven and the over of two fifteen of the closing number there does hit and and that Hawks Jazz not going to manifest Drew's uh live betting angle there uh 10 point lead for the Jazz in that one it's already up to 12 and a half live so we're not so we're, going we're to the train left the station already yeah, yeah. not going to not going to manifest in that one what's Gobert doing is he filling up another <laughs> box score that's an MVP if I've ever seen one I was one. checking Giannis cuz I almost bet the rebounds and that sailed over He's... 5 and 5 for Gobert so far how deep in the game are we uh we are 5 minutes left in the second oh yeah Let's go, Rudy. You'll double double. You'll double double that thing. Matt, your uh, your assist did not get there with that. Yeah, that's a loser video. Yeah. Show loser video. Four. He needed six. He decided to uh, score a bunch of points tonight and get a bunch of rebounds as opposed to assist. (laughs) 
in all that. 31, 16, and four for Giannis tonight to go along with a couple of blocks for him. So, did you do the rebound prop, Kelly? Or you never did. Oh, I never did. And it won. I never did that or bet the Bucks live when they were down 10 and I was doing the score update and said I was going to do it. It's like you're doing a show. It's like I'm, I'm doing a show. Right? I will say this, though. The that, reasoning behind it about him wanting more minutes, he played the most minutes. Yeah. Uh, he played 36 minutes tonight. He, he got the most minutes. He just decided to, uh, to do all the scoring himself. I, the, the other one that I was t- talking to Matt about, I didn't bring this one up on, on air, I don't think, but Andre Drummond, any time that uh, – that Joel Embiid misses more here. Andre Drummond's really their only other big man they have on on the roster, and he's used to playing a ton of minutes and didn't last year when he was on the Lakers. So, I, I mean, he played 33 tonight, racked up 20 rebounds. It's his second straight 20-plus rebound game. So I, I think that is rebounds plus even points. Well, as long as Embiid's uh, out, I think that's something to look at with Andre Drummond here. Gonzaga's beaten Dixie State by 15 at the half. I think people should know if that. If anyone well. was on that. What's that? If anyone was on if that. If anybody was on that. Yeah. Um, what about the Warriors thing that I asked Drew as we as we leave here? You in love with them yet? Uh, they are playing a lot better than I expected. I think that there is – I think the one thing that Drew didn't mention is I don't think you can really make a fair judgment of how good this team is going to be at the end of the season right. when you don't have Clay Thompson, you don't have James Wiseman play, right. playing. Same team. applies to them as it would to the Nets or the uh, Lakers. I tend to agree with what he said. But, I do too. But I don't think you can make a fair judgment of that until those guys are in the line. I do think Steph Curry for MVP is a better bet than the Warriors to win the conference, that's for sure. We've done all we can do for Matt Brown, for Kelly Bidlin, Gil Alexander. The nightcap is next from Circa, Tim Murray, Sean King. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 